Welcome to the Marriage Melody, where we are composing a lifetime of love and happiness with our husband. I am your host, Rivka Harper. Last time I asked you to watch, the next time things were not going so smoothly between you and your husband, and asked you to try reframing your mind. Was there a way that you were able to see things from his point of view? What would make him react the way he did? Was he misunderstanding what you said? Was he stressed from work? Perhaps it was around mealtime or bedtime, so he might have been hungry or tired. Or perhaps you were the one that was hungry or tired or misunderstood him. I know it's hard in the moment and you might think you failed at this or you failed at any other tool I give you to try. However, I want you to know that even baby steps are successes. It all starts somewhere. Were you able to look back after the fact and say, oh, I should have thought to reframe my mind. And even if it's just after the fact, if now you can look back and try to give your husband the benefit of the doubt, or try to see his point of view, then you had success. As was with most new things, it can take a while to make it an automatic response. Just keep at it. Remember, marriage is a work in progress, and working on yourself is a work in progress as well. God made us the way that we are on purpose so that we can work on growing and becoming a better person. And when we have even small successes, we bring him much happiness. Okay, so let's back up a little bit and then ask the following question. Why is it that we get angry in the first place? Because if we can understand this question, that maybe we can get a little bit of insight in how to deal with it. Anger is really our ego. Something did not go my way, so I get angry. I have a plan in my head how things should go, and it doesn't work out that way. It is then that I get frustrated and angry. You had a stressful day at work. The dry cleaners lost your clothes and someone cut you off in traffic. Is it any wonder that you snapped at the first person you saw when you entered your home? Don't you have a right to feel angry after all that's happened to you over the course of the day? Well, ask yourself this question. How do you feel when someone else has a bad day and starts snapping at you? Do you feel closer to that person or further away? Do you want to help them out or do you just comply under duress? Or perhaps you act like a mirror and you start snapping back at him. Anger affects all aspects of our lives. When we get angry, 
we push everyone else away. It's a destructive force we need to stay very far away from. So try to step back and see the whole picture. We all have bad days. The cashier's child might be very sick and that crazy driver, he may not have come from a good home. No, it is not an excuse for the behavior. However, just like we want people to understand us when we're having an off day, if we can give other people just a little bit of slack and maybe give that cashier a much needed smile, you never know what kind of ripple effect it may have. And the bonus is that you'll probably also find that you will walk out of that store in a happier mood and won't yell the next person you see. There was a short time where my family and I would all sit down together for breakfast on Sunday mornings. Yeah, the good old days. For a short period, every time we sat down for breakfast on Sunday mornings, both my husband and I were in a grumpy mood. And for some reason, we would just wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Nothing really was wrong, but we felt wrong. And I decided that I was going to put on a fake smile and just sit and stare at my husband. No, I was not in the mood to smile. I really wasn't. But I knew that at some point he would look up at me and see me smiling, my fake smile, that he did not know was fake. And that would make him happy and he would smile back at me. And at that point, my fake smile turned into a real smile. We are all mirrors. I knew that my husband would look up and become my mirror and smile. And then I would mirror that smile back to him. This got us both out of our grumpy mood each and every time without fail. Now, if you find you get angry easily and frequently, you might need to access other resources for help. You can look at many the many self-help books that are out there to read, or you might find that you need to go see a therapist to help you manage your anger better. But believe me, it is definitely worth all the effort that you put into it. Now, here are just a few anger tool tips. Obviously, there are so many more tips out there, but here are just a few to start with. Choose a few that seem to resonate with you and just try them out. Now, understand that not necessarily every trick is going to help in every situation or that every trick helps with every person. So you might have to do trial and error. The first one is ask a question. If you feel that you have this angering and it's just bubbling inside of you and you're about to say something that's not nice, ask a question as such as, is it possible to see things my way? And remember to say it in your nicest, sweetest voice you can.
or you'll put him on the defensive and at that point he'll just stop listening to you that's not what we want the other one which is something that we mentioned earlier and that is to check your moods check to see if either of you are hungry or tired or in the middle of something stressful don't forget that adults get moody for similar reasons that children do and if you find that these are one of your reasons then try fixing the cause get some eat something get something to eat take a nap if you can go to bed early and then come back to the situation another big one stay in the present moment this is really big a lot of times we will be in an argument and we'll want to bring something up that happened in the past and sometimes it's not just one thing we'll just keep bringing things up that happened in the past resist the urge to bring any past things up keep to the issue at hand because if you bring up past issues you will set him on the defensive and he will just stop listening after all who wants to sit and listen to someone bringing up all of your past mistakes just over and over and over again and you hear this negativity over and over and over again you can try and take a break and come back later if you feel that you're going to act out of anger it might be best to walk away nicely and then come back ask him if it's okay if you take a break and you come back to discuss the issue when you're not as stressed and when you're calm and then make sure you come back this will give you time to calm yourself down and organize your thoughts properly because it can be hard sometimes to know how we really feel when we're angry I know that for me sometimes I just have to sit there and talk things out to myself over and over and over again and every time I talk my thoughts and my feelings seem to shift just a little bit and at some point I'll get to that oh that's how I really feel if you can try talking it out or try writing it out that also has a very similar effect taking a break to regroup will give you this time to go over what you're really thinking how you're really feeling and it helps prevent the anger from rising so you prevent the anger or you or you can calm it down just remember to come back now make sure you listen everyone has their side to the story and you want him to listen to you right which is one of the reasons why you're frustrated so make sure you work hard to listen to him and sometimes you can ask questions as well and that will show that you're listening and that you're wanting to understand him and then it gives him a chance to help you understand him better you can say something like so what you're saying is or what I'm hearing is and again 
as I keep saying, remember to say this in your kindest, sweetest tone that you can possibly have so that he's not put on the defensive. All right, and I have one more. Now, what if I'm angry, but not at anybody that's around me at that moment? But I know that if I don't check myself, I'll snap at them too. So how do I deal with that? And sometimes it's just as easy as giving everybody around you the heads up. Tell them that you're, you're feeling angry, but you're not angry at them. And you just want them to know that. So that if you say something or you snap a little bit, that they shouldn't take it personally. I know that when I'm grumpy or I wake up on the wrong side of the bed and I tell whoever's in my house that, okay, I'm kind of in an angry mood today, just letting you all know, what I find is that they can handle things better. And at the same time, I notice that I'm actually much more careful with how I speak because I don't want to get angry at them. I'm not angry at them. I don't want to snap at them. And I find that I'm actually, when I'm speaking, in a much better mood. <laughs> My tone is a much better sounding mood than I really feel. And really, it's a win-win situation. I would just caution you that don't find, you know, hopefully, you know, don't take this as, a, as your last resort every single day. And if you find that you're resorting to this every single day, well, maybe we need to look at things just a little more different. But this can help when occasionally you're, you're feeling grumpy and you know, it's not a f because of anyone around you. All right, so we'll finish off with a little bit of homework. And what I want you to do, I want you to write down three of your anger triggers and then just pay attention to them when they come up. So you don't have to do anything. Right now we're just gonna pay attention because that's the very first step. So wishing you lots of luck and we'll see you next time.